0: Welcome to Feel Good Sports.
1: Look, we're into week two of the WBBL. We're going to do a little, a new thing, which we should have probably been doing this whole time. We're going to do a little rundown of the results. Jen? Yeah? You're going to have to do this because I don't have it up on my phone.
0: I have got it. I'm going to start with the Thursday game. So it was Perth Scorchers hosting the Melbourne Stars over at the WACA ground in Perth. This was almost the upset. That's right. right. Almost the upset. It was, it was coming. The Stars have had a few almosts already for them. They made only 110. Nine for 110. It was like pff, balls. The fast balls were love and life. Tenille Peshel was like on fire. Beth Rinney was taking great catches behind the stumps. Then the Scorchers went out to bat. Golden Duck for Sophie Devine. Yeah, Devine, see you later. All right. Paparo, see you later. Eight we can- for 111. They just... Make it. I couldn't believe it. All two right. wickets, two balls to spare. The Scorchers escape, is what I call that one. The Melbourne Renegades, they won by 26 runs. 8 for 163, defeated 137 all out. Over at Karen Ralton in Adelaide. Also, Karen Ralton Noble in Adelaide it was the strikers with an upset. Six for 142 off their 20, and they held the Sixers to eight for 139. And there is a fair bit to talk about from that game. A lot to talk um, about from that game, Mainly for sure. two words, Aaron Burns. On the Saturday at the Wacker, Sydney Thunder taking on Perth Scorchers, and this was the upset as well. Oh, Scorchers getting smoked. Absolutely. Not keen on that. Absolutely smoked. Thunder, four for 166. They won by 25 runs, keeping the Scorchers to nine for 141. And then the, the rain came in and affected the Sunday. So there's supposed to be a double header over at the Wacker. The Thunder were into the 14th over when the rain came for the second, and what proved to be rest of the day. So this, the second game of that doubleheader was supposed to be the Scorchers taking on the Hurricanes. That was also their um, pride match that they were hosting as well. Not a ball bold. They actually went to do the toss. I got sent out there to record the toss and speak to the captains and it was raining while they were doing the toss. I was like, this is not going to happen. Rain and car- cricket don't mix. Yeah. We're recording this on Tuesday, Monday. The Strikers did it pretty convincingly over the Renegades. The Renegades were all out for 101 and the Strikers were just two down when they passed it in the seventh, 18th over. Yeah, I'm going to want to talk about that as well because the Gades got rolled. They did definitely get rolled. It, they
1: looked like a very different team yeah. to what we've seen.
0: Where previous. do you want to start? <laughs> take me take me to where you want to start. I want to start with hairstyles. So we had
1: a discussion last week about scrunchies yes, and so I've actually been taking note of hairstyles that I liked and Holly Furling played her first ribbons. match for the Scorchers over the weekend. With her big white bow ribbon, trademark. bow. From
0: it's super cute. Day one to whatever day this happens to be I in love her career. That. Ribbons. Holly ribbons furling. I love it. It's super cute, Holly. Keep doing
1: that. She's also, got great hair too. She has great hair. She's got she she moves with a lot of power, so I like that she moves with a lot of power through her stride and then she's got this super cute hair too. Obviously, Alana King had her characteristic scrunchy situation in her updo, which she's always got going on. I also have really enjoyed Charlie Knott of the Brisbane Heat and her double braids. Love that because you see a lot of just plain old ponytails. And don't get me wrong, a ponytail's fine, it's very practical. But I like the extra effort that you see with a little bit. A little bit more and it's not, I don't know, It's there are so few few ways to personalise your look when you're playing in a uniform.
0: Anyway, those, what are my, you, those are my three. What do you think of, so I also appreciate knots as well, I like that, what of Carly Leeson of the Renegades? See, her hair is sh- shoulder length or just below and that's always out. I can't, it actually, I can't stand it. No, <sighs> to, I don't I, get I'm, it. I'm busy brushing it off for her. Of the cricket on the weekend, obviously we covered across in the last episodes that you are a big Scorchers fan. Not a great weekend for the Scorchers. I know they got the win over the Stars, but they didn't play as well as they could have. They did not look convincing. No, far from convincing. Then they lose to the Thunder. The rain obviously affects them, but credit to them. The walk-in on that day was exceptional. I have watched watched the Instagram reel of that so many times.
1: (laughs) Pick each of the players. I like. I watched it like three oh, times before I realised that Sophie Devine was in that. Um, was the, the first two-piece? in the floral. Oh my gosh! <laughs> With the bat lift, it took me a second, and I was just like, "Who's that? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That is Sophie Devine." I am shook. <laughs> also, like to Neil Peschel in, I think it's her training. Singlet or whatever she just had so much swagger i don't know what the theme was because there were two ends of the spectrum but i was like she is
0: intimidatingly cool in that oh, i think i missed tp's one i don't think i saw that there was a good one because there was one that people can't figure out who it is in the orange dress and sort of there was like a black veil like it was a real like oh, yeah kardashian almost vibe of like hidden identity and then the heels at the bottom do we find out who it is do we know who it is yet? i believe it's it, Becky Grundy, one of the assistant coaches, and I ah. say well played because no one the knows who it is.
1: Yeah. Okay. If that's you under there, Becky, well done. Mm. I really loved Alana King's yellow blazer. Mm. That was real Chris Jenner kind of look. One of my favorite thing about Sue Bird's last season of the WNBA was creeping on her her walk-in outfits cuz gee, she's got style, but it also made me really sad. One of the things that I've been watching really closely with the WNBA is their walk-in outfits. And I think the Scorchers have demonstrated that there's definitely a space for that in women's cricket in Australia. The walk-in outfit is a thing. You want to see more of it? I want to see more of it. I don't want to see this, like, rolling off the bus in your
0: kit. Your kit's there for a reason, but we could... Have some fun. We could do better. Uh, Okay. Sydney Sixers versus Adelaide Strikers. The strike is 142. The Sixers looked well and truly out of it. Erin Burns. Erin Burns. Yeah, so we Welcome didn't back. have her around last year. She's one of the best fielders going around women's cricket and has been for a long, 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 long time. So already Good to know. that dy- dynamicness. Dynamism. No, how do I say it? This is where you slip in. Dynamism is correct. Dynamism. I was right. Uh, is already back on display because she's around. And then she got them so close together. Pulling off a remarkable victory, and yeah, it was seriously entertaining to watch. I am
1: loving the Sixers this year. I really am. Because, again, it's only my second year watching WBBL, and it was pretty flat last year from them. So, loving that, love that group to watch. Really interesting. I was stoked that they lost. You were? Stoked. Yep, yeah, because I really like the strikers group, I really like that squad and i don't know i just i've there's something about being from the west that makes me a little bit anti-sydney and Mm -hmm. Mm anti-victoria so which is not to say like ridiculous i I really like heaps of things about sydney and melbourne but there's something about this my sporting kind of brain that says not those guys it almost feels like they've constantly the haves versus the have-nots. Yeah, and maybe it's cuz they are so well resourced. Maybe it's cuz they all they get to have two teams.
0: They get <laughs> You ask them though, they if they didn't have two teams, imagine how dominant they could be. But what I loved about it was that the strikers have come
1: around, have really come around. We talked about this last week in terms of like picking our top 4 for for this season, would have said the strikers, but they have not fired mm. and their last two matches, they looked shit hot.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. And the victory over the Sixers who came in in great form and yeah. had showed that with Aaron Burns coming at them hard, it could have been easy to crumble. Yeah. So you then go back to, well, they do have it in them to beat the contending sides. Yeah, So straight absolutely. then you start to go, okay, so I see it again now. And then Sorry. yesterday on Monday, their
1: dominance over the Renegades, man. Smashed them. And the Renegades haven't looked
0: that bad, but... Yeah, that was brutal to watch. It was. And that's where the <clears throat> Renegades still sit to me, in that they will at times have decent performances, but I think that they, along with the stars, are probably the two. Do you think the, it would have been different if Harmon Precourt had landed? Yeah, well, they're going to get Chamari out of Padu, will come in as well. But. At, Core changed them, would have changed them again because she adds not only the batting depth and its supreme batting depth, but she adds another bowling option that's very difficult to get away. Yeah, and with a little – She's also really commanding in the field yes. in terms of giving that – And she does that- not like losing.
1: One of the things that i found really interesting this round, this last week, a couple of really loose wickets. So Grace Harris getting run out non-strikers and just wandering around out of her crease – just out for a little wander and
0: she, her wicket's gone. She was set. Like what a waste. Uh, and that is exactly what you say about run outs like that. What a waste. It was so
1: weird to watch because it felt like you weren't 100% watching professional cricket.
0: Yeah. So I mean so for those who didn't see it, uh, the ball was hit back towards the bowler which was Hayley Matthews and Grace Harris had kind of backed up which you do, you're expected to back up, sure. But then just didn't show any intensity to when get back the dri- in. drive yeah. came back to bother getting back in and the misfield from the bowler to flex onto the stumps and Harris is just, yeah, she just she just wasn't switched on to the moment and it's as you said, it's just a massive waste because she could have been switched on. She could have had a bit more control over that moment and, and showed some more desperation but she just wasn't quite engaged and it's a huge loss. We saw it in one of the Wacky Games as well this weekend. Bit weird? Bit of a freak way to get out? It is. It, it Sometimes it happens in a blink of an eye where it's the a really distinctly powerful shot and you're sort of trying to get your bat back in and you end up just short. And in those instances you're like oh that is unlucky. You know it it shouldn't be travelling towards the stump but it takes the bowler's inside of their arch off their boot and comes quicker back, you know, so changes direction on you as a batter. So there can be some freakish ways it happens. But it does happen more times than you realize and when it does happen a lot, it's when the bowler's dropped a caught and bold chance because it's come back so hot and, and then it it's goes just rolled hands stumps. So <laughs> The striker themselves is like, oh, oh, I'm out. Oh, I'm not out. Oh, no, my buddy's out. (laughs) Yeah, no, Matthews was really
1: putting effort into getting to that ball and it deflected and there was a split second where her face fell. Then it was a wicket.
0: Yeah, so there's been some great bowlers, like a Sarah Coit. You watch her bowl and she, as they drive back towards her, she gets down low and actually deflects it with their palm d- deliberately towards the stumps. so there's some bowlers who are so good at actually deflecting it deliberately yeah. onto the stumps and then there's others that it's just happens to flick the the skin and that yeah. and it it goes through but yeah it, it's quite an interesting one but yeah some bowlers are very clever at how they can be, get a run out that way speaking of run outs you sent me a run out question yeah you asked me what the etiquette was this was my other loose wicket that yeah. i wanted to talk about was sophie molyneux getting out on monday um well, yeah, you just sent me a message going, Hey, what's the etiquette when you run your butt run run out your buddy? Sophie Molyneux that the run out yesterday was
1: clearly a miscommunication where Matthews has said, Yes, Sophie's moved. They've Matthews has corrected. Big goose step. And that's Cless Molyneux the wicket, right? And it was clearly
0: Matthews' mistake. Or was it? I don't know. So this is the thing. So Sophie Mullen, you could have also said no. There's always this element where you reflect back on it later and go, oh, I should have just screamed no. They often talk about if you, as, as the striker, if you hit it in front of point and square, it's your call. Yeah, If it goes behind point and square, so towards the keeper's direction, yeah. it's the non-strikers' call because they should technically be running towards the danger end. This ball went basically on that no man's land. So yeah. both people need to call in this instance. And being from different countries, not, maybe if not really playing a lot of cricket together, there was a distrust. I think Matthews hit it and said yes and Molyneux was like, yep, that's going to be a yes. Then they both had a moment of pausing and that cost them. So say... Uh, A Beth Mooney and Healy at the top of the order for Australia. Even, even Beth Mooney and Sophie Devine for now for the Scorchers to use them for an example. If Mooney drops it and says yes, people just take off. They trust it and they mm. make it. I think that one was, was in that iffy area. The one that was worse was when Carly Leeson got got run out. She was batting with Presswich, I think it was. Yeah. And Leeson was always coming back for two, and Presswich didn't even leave her crease. No, but but Leeson just. Kept running. A, what was she looking at? I know, because like, because was just standing there. She's just there like, there was oh, I'm just no get movement. There was
1: no movement. <laughs> was,
0: Leeson just was like, well, I said yes, and I want the strike. And Prestige was like, but well, I'm not leaving. And they both were in each other's eye line. And I was like, that is, that is horrendous. Leeson should have gone. She had plenty of opportunity to go back and then be like to her mate, Oi, what's, what are you doing?
1: What's the chat like in the change room after after that? Not a lot. Quite quiet. Couple of loose wickets. Loose. Loose, 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 which is kind of, you know, it's kind of entertaining for us that don't have an emotional investment. I must
0: admit, I was watching on the TV just going, oh, this is a balls up. Oh, this is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's comedy for us. Um,
1: (laughs) Can I say, so we had a chat last week about you made me pick my, my four kind of core cricketers for Mm -hmm. my own squad. And you were a little bit sceptical when I said Amanda Jade Wellington as my spinner and you were like, what? And the the thing is, right, there are a lot of cricketers I talk about heaps. I don't talk about Amanda Jade Wellington heaps, but I watch her a lot. So I watched all of her games in the 100 and she took five for. Yeah,
0: five for eight, the which is best. tying her best figures ever. She's amazing. Five. She
1: five. is amazing. She's just like, she's so... I don't know. I don't know what it is about her, but she just gets it done, and I love that. I would love to wicket
0: keep to her. Yeah, that would be super fun. So why do you think? Why would she? She the way she bowls, batters can't help but want to try and take her down, and she's so good at the I guess the theatre of spin bowling in a sense, and so she can. She goes. She she go a bit slower. She's not someone who bowls it really quickly all the time. She'll go a bit slower, tempt you out, and then it drops down on you and it turns a mile. So as a wicketkeeper, you're just in the game because as soon as the bowler leaves the crease, you just think, I'm in here. This this is coming to me. And it's just the best. A lot of fun for a wicketkeeper. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I, I loved watching that because as I was watching that happen, I was just like, see, well, this is why.
0: Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Not the
1: only Pfeiffer for this weekend. Not the only Michelle. The Michelle. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh you cricket players and you like little in jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, not the only Michelle for the weekend.
0: Who else got, who else got a Michelle? <laughs> Smith. Oh, of course. Lauren Smith with a for 17 or whatever it was. The offie. Yeah. So it's those two spinners getting the Michelle's. We've talked
1: about some really good spin, some really loose wickets. Uh, We've talked about Erin Burns, but what other
0: batting performances have you loved in the last week? Oh, I liked Alana King getting sixes out to King's Corner. Yeah. And I liked Holly Furling's six. That actually almost hit me on the head. I, I didn't see it coming. I was walking out the race at the Wacker and next minute, everyone in that area just starts going like, ah! I was like, oh, my God, the ball must be coming here. So just evaded. I didn't even know where it was.
1: So that looked really classy. I've so enjoyed the tail enders coming out and the commentators going, look, we're just going to need to see sixes here or whatever. And then just a holly furling bombing a six right onto Wallace's head. It was excellent. (laughs) Well done, Holt. I love that. I love seeing them. I I credit all of this to Maitland Brown just lifting that level and just (sighs) being like, this is what we expect now. I
0: agree. It is. Thanks, Maitland Brown. Oh, Oh, totally, totally thank you. What other batting have you loved? Phoebe Litchfield. Yes, finally. Getting to see her. And, I mean, I think hopefully for many, many years we're going to get to see her, but. She's so young. um, (laughs) I can tell because everyone says it. whenever
1: anyone talks about Phoebe Litchfield, they have to start with. She's so young as well, isn't
0: she? She just loves batting. I don't know what it is about left-handed athletes or the mm. left-handed version. There's something more aesthetically pleasing to it. To me?
1: I've heard that several times okay. over the last couple of weeks. Just people really enjoying the left-hand bat. Why is
0: it? I don't, have, I don't know why, but I don't know enough about cricket. Well, it's not just cricketers too. Left-handed, tell. left-footed AFL players, Aussie rule players. Sometimes when they kick it, I go, oh, geez, that looked nice. You know I don't care about no, AFL you don't. players. Anywho. That's another discussion point. But yeah, Phoebe, I enjoyed watching Phoebe. What are you really looking forward to in the upcoming fixtures? Okay, so we're recording on Tuesday. Brisbane Heat, Sydney Thunder at Allen Border. Always enjoy what um, Brisbane Heat might do there and the fact that Sydney Thunder now are feeling much more confident. Strikers versus Scorchers could be a good game as well because Sophie Devine loves to try and take down leg spin. Amanda Jade Wellington loves to take wickets. That could be a fun one.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to the striker scorchers game very much, Lee, as well. I kind of, I, I do want, I want to see the Thunder do well because, you know, obvious reasons. Rachel Haynes. I want Rachel Haynes to have, like, a good outing for her last season. Absolutely. I say obvious she, reasons, but I feel, I feel like that's
0: how everyone feels. Yeah. She started to find some form, I reckon, in that game yeah. as well. I think the longer it goes on and the more she just, starts to just do whatever she wants to do it's going to be quite fun she said in a another interview that she did that who knows she might play some switch hits and might do all this sort of stuff we haven't seen it yet and i want to i want her to just start pulling out all the things she's ever dreamed of and played and played around within the nets that she actually does just go off let's go off right yeah so she gets to 30 not out i reckon we're going to start to see some fun stuff good bring it on great let's wrap it up okay can I just hang on two seconds? Yeah. Another thing that brings a big grin to my face and it has got a cricket connection, AFLW, su- uh, Saturday afternoon, Fremantle are playing Hawthorne, Cara Antonio, I believe it might be her farewell game, she's coming back to play, Yeah. but Jess Duffin, Nee Cameron, who was an Australian cricketer, played for the Renegades, played for the, Scot- uh, for the Fury at one point and for Victoria for a long, long time. An amazing cricketer. Talk about highlights, real great fielder and fantastic batter. She's retiring from AFLW as well this weekend. And Yeah. So oh, wow. Little cricket connection. But, uh, yeah, brilliant career, both sports. One of the dual, dual coders and a very, very good person to boot. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah. All
1: right, very time cool. to wrap it up. Laters. Laters. <laughs>
0: we said we're going to get happen. better at this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bye.